Hello. Hello. Welcome, Welcome to, to my first time. time. We're back. Yay, we were missing. We were MIA. Um, we apologize to our many, many viewers. Yeah, I'm Colleen Smith. I'm Mary Jo Smith. No relation. I forgot what that we even say that. for so long that <laughs> you forgot our bit, our one bit. Uh, with Ooh. us, as always, is Ian uh, Phone Smith. Coming at you. Related to me. <laughs> Not related to me. Uh, so my first time. Hilarious, awkward tales of firsts. Yep, that's us. We took two months off, one month by accident. We lost... We lost... I'm really kind of... I'm very bummed it's about very... it. We had an amazing chapter um, about road trips, mm -hmm. and we recorded it, and it was incredible, I promise. And then uh, we had some technical difficulties, and the files vanished. And um, don't at us. We did try to find them. We did everything we could. Yeah, that's the first time we lost an episode. That is the first time we lost an episode. <laughs> and then the first time we skipped an episode was both Mary Jo and I were really busy, both. Like, it was normally I have nothing to do. We were both busy. And we I just, was busy, too. And Ian was busy. <laughs> <laughs> we were all busy. And so none of us managed to get one done. So that was we another apologize. first. We apologize. There's nothing exciting about it. Just it happened. Um, okay, so coming back. You know, we're we're putting our toe in the water, so we decided to do an oldie but a goodie with a you know just family and friends. <laughs> Actually, just family because everyone here, <laughs> <laughs> family. no one's friends. Um, uh, so we have a very special guest, Jennifer Smith, related to me. Not related to me. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> we have a T. Chick McClure. Howdy. Who it will eventually be related when to Mary Jo. One day. Stop. <laughs> stop. Manhandling. Sorry, I was manhandling the microphone. Um, and then Ian, Mary Jo, and myself. So Yeah. And tonight we're going to do, we've done this once before. We have no theme, but what we've done is we've taken a, a whole bunch of themes and written them on a piece of paper and put them in a bowl. And we don't know what we're going to pick out, but we're going to pick them out one at a time, and we'll have how much time to tell a story. We have two minutes the first round, and then we might make it shorter, and there will be an old-timey car horn sound. What does it sound like, Colleen? <laughs> when time is up. Uh, make sure you turn that way up. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right. So uh, do we want to just go around the circle? Mary Jo, do you want to begin? Uh, okay. Okay. So pull from the bowl. All right, I'm getting the bowl. And then I will set. When does the time start? I'll start it as soon as you have opened it and read mm. it. Okay. And you, I'll give you a moment to think about it. We, we, can, we, can we pass if we have nothing? Nope. If you don't have any story on the subject. <laughs> Whatever it inspires. Just Whatever it inspires. Something. All right, so segues. Yeah. All right, here we go. I got one. Ready? Read it. Have you taken it in? It's not charade, so you do have time oh, to shit. like. Okay, yep. Ready and go. Okay, this says describe everything you remember about your first mode of transportation. And the first thing that comes to mind is my first car. Um, I owned a 1957 Ford Fairlane that I bought for $200. And I drove it till it died and left it where it laid because I never registered it to me and I had no money to fix it. <laughs> I was obsessed with that car. I loved that car. Part of it came from my obsession with the movie Christine, uh, the Stephen King uh, horror movie. Uh, it was white and it had that beautiful, deep American engine sound when you turn it on, that like, jump, 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 jump. And it had that great burning oil smell. Yeah. And I loved it. It was huge. It had bench seats on uh, front and back. And um, it, had a old, it had an old radio, dial radio, and it rattled, and it 
bumped along and I loved it. And I felt really cool driving that car. Like I just thought, oh my God, look at me in this like cool vintage car. I want a hip and cool. <laughs> and I was so not hip or cool. And um, uh, I drove it, I probably owned it for like six months. And then it died in the parking lot of the uh, Matillaha Junior High School in Ojai, <laughs> California, um, where I think we were probably hanging out and getting stoned, and it just wouldn't start, and we tried to jump it, and it still wouldn't start, and I couldn't afford to fix it. So um, I just remember, like, it had this really great steering wheel, too, like really big steering wheel, and really that hard vintage like plastic oh yeah um that just felt so good in your hands like when you did a really and it didn't have power steering so like you when you really had to like crank the wheel to make a turn and then when you came out of the turn you could just let that slot that steering wheel slide yeah. back to your hand it just felt so good and um i just sat in the car and um <sighs> oh. <laughs> finish your sentence i sat in the car and just sort of said goodbye to this beautiful car that i loved so much and um, that was the end. I drove away, or walked away and left the car there. Yay! Yay! Oh, my beautiful car. I loved that car. Did it make a sound like a wooga? It did not. It had a great horn. <laughs> All right, Jennifer. All right. If I get one of the sound of mixing paper. <laughs> Thank you, Jen. <laughs> did you get your own? Yes. I, no, I didn't get my own. Sorry. Liar. <laughs> first time I lied should be in there. All right, you ready? Yes. Go. All right, so this is first movie you saw in a theater, and I can't think, and I think it must either have been The Little Mermaid or Dances with Wolves, and I know that neither of these was after that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember distinctly seeing both of these as a child, and we were late to The Little Mermaid. We came in where they were already like on the run, they were with the sharks. So we missed the, all the opening, like, surprise, <laughs> all that. Um, and then, it must have been a call them all. Was that, I, I can't, I, I think that was the first movie we saw. How old were you? I have no idea. That movie came out in, like, 94, so I would have been 12. That can't be the first movie I saw. Um, it's the, the first one you remember. It's the first, first one, one like, it's clear to me that, like, seeing in a theater. We saw the Waikiki 3, one of those. We saw, uh, okay, so then we saw the Waikiki 3. Dances with Wolves, we saw Alcohol and Ball. And um, one of the worst movies ever made. Dances with Wolves. Oh, yeah, you should watch I that again. Really watch it again. Watch it again. It's watch right. it again. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure. I don't know. And Little Mermaid. Sorry, go ahead. Little Mermaid came out in uh, 1989. 89. So it would have been seven. That makes sense. That was it. I'm going to say that was it. Little Mermaid. Yep. You have time. You have 40 seconds. Tell us something that happened during the screening of that movie. I have nothing other than that we came in late. Did you have late. a snack? I have no idea. I know that we were late. We have you ever come in late were. to a movie now? No. Like, yeah. I don't like, oh, yeah. Being late to a movie. As, a, as an adult, I got to. I had to come in late to go see Tropic Thunder because I had to get the snacks and everybody else got <laughs> to go in and sit. So I miss like all the previews in the beginning that were like the comedy previews. Uh, <laughs> this is really I'm holding on to it. <laughs> I don't remember this drama. Yeah, because you went inside, and I—I I always offer to get the snacks, so I don't know why this would have been because some sort of big. Group. Oh, thank God we're out of time. Oga, <laughs> <laughs> before the Smith uh, sisters start to fight, I felt so panicked. We're too, out of time. I, 
right, babe. All right, all right, what right, you gotta, got? I gotta pick a piece of paper. Pick a piece of paper. Oh, okay, I'm ready. Go. I'm ready. Okay, so detention. I did get detention one time. <laughs> I think I was in high school. I was a fucking, <laughs> like, little nerd kid. Like, do good, quiet, nerd child that no one wanted to hang out with when I was, like, young. But then I, when I was in high school, I decided that I was going to let all... I just decided one day that I was not going to, like, give a shit about what anybody thought about me. And then, so that must have been the beginning of... <laughs> the very beginning of why I would ever get detention. Uh, I don't... God, what would it have been for? Oh. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so there was something about... Oh, we were painting... Yeah, we were painting a... Uh, you know, the paper that football players run through. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Is that what it's Like called? a giant banner? Yeah, a giant paper banner. We were painting that, and and I got to design it this time, and I've always been kind of dark, or like, <laughs> I can't help it. Like, I just can't help it. So, so um, I got in trouble because I had put cheerleaders on it, and their asses were all hanging out of the bottoms of their skirts. <laughs> <laughs> and then that wasn't what I got in trouble for, but the the banner was not supposed to be used, and it was. So I got detention for that. And then I don't remember you like what we had to had do. You mean because it had butts hanging out of it, it wasn't supposed to be used, and you used it anyway? Or what do you mean it wasn't supposed we to be used? We used it, yeah, we used it anyway. Yeah. I don't know if everybody else got in trouble or if it was just me, but it wasn't supposed to be used because it was lewd. How did the school respond to it? Well, I grew up in the South, so it was like I was in advanced English. Just as an example, we couldn't ring, we couldn't read things like Dracula. (laughs) (laughs) Dracula. We couldn't read Dracula because like heaving breasts and things like that because of the Homer. Because 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 yeah, it's like. It's like devil shit, too, I guess. Bible but the guy. devil was the bad guy. Bad <laughs> <Bible>. <laughs> and it doesn't matter. We couldn't read. Uh, we couldn't read. Um, That's a book I want to read. The uh, devil was what's the, the other bad. thing? <laughs> to kill a mockingbird. There. Like, no, no, it wasn't that. It was. Um, oh, we couldn't read. One flew over the cuckoo's nest. No, you shouldn't. We were going to, and then <laughs> oh, there were man. parents that protested, and I was but very the, angry. When yeah. the banner was out, did like the. The the students appreciated. Did they hoot and holler? I don't know if anything was like. I don't know. I mean, they were just yelling. I assumed because the football team came out and <laughs> busted through things, those but. butts. Yeah, busted through those butts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. busted oh, through God. those butts. I still just love the description. That paper, that football player. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what else you call it. Banner. Yeah. None of us know what it's called. I knew what it was called. It was called a banner. Mm-hmm. All right, you ready, Ian? <gasps> Yeah. Okay, and go. First glasses. Oh. I was about 10 in fifth grade at Holy Trinity, and I progressively moved to the front of the class. <laughs> and, then, and then I think I got to the front of the class, and the teacher was like, you need glasses, you're squinting. <laughs> and, uh, like, out of nowhere. Like, I think my vision was fine a year prior, and all of a sudden, 
probably the anxiety of being in a Catholic school or something like that. <laughs> All the physical, other people who can't like a see. placebo effect or something. I don't know. <laughs> but uh, we went and got glasses. And I could see. <laughs> Aren't you glad I think I was kind fish? of excited about it having an accessory, maybe. Did you pick you know? them out yourself? Yeah, but I, I think it, I, I generally picked out glasses that looked kind of like my dad's, which were pretty dorky for the most part, like kind of big squarish, a, a dorkier version of what I have on now. Uh, I had a pair of glasses in high school that were broken. And I taped them, and I super glued the tape. And I like it was like medical tape and paper towels and super glue, so a white bar across the middle holding the two sides of them together. For like three or four years, my parents finally like realized, like, oh, your glasses are broken. <laughs> yeah, assholes. <laughs> they were kind of broke for a while. Yeah, yeah. for a didn't long get new while. Clothes for a while, we didn't get. I think we got our new clothes for Christmas, and it was like, you felt cheated. Like, no, I want a toy. Yeah. Yeah. Pencils. But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Notebook. <laughs> the fuck is this? Socks. Yeah. Socks. Oranges. I still, oh, yeah. I got oranges. I still get oranges, and you get socks every year. I do, I do. And now socks are like That's But now I don't want useless crap. Now it's like... I, now you want socks. Yeah. Yeah. And glasses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Be Parker. Yeah. How was that not two minutes? <laughs> Uh, what are you guys doing with the left, just in the middle? Keep them in case people want to remember their, their moments. Colleen! Right. Sudden death. Sudden death. All right. Um, oh, rustling the papers. Paper oh, God. Okay, I'm ready. Go. Um, mine is first mixtape slash playlist. Oh. Um, I don't actually make mixtapes that often. Uh... The first time I kind of really remember doing that was when I was in the Sunday Company, and I kept making like uh, music for sketches, or then directing shows and needing music for them. But like in and out, but actually, still Jennifer usually made them for me. <laughs> um, we had that mixtape with uh, the song Mom couldn't stand on it. Yes, but I didn't make it, oh. so I have a lot you of. Didn't say first when you made it. Just no, I. Was, no. Just, I'm just saying. Oh. I don't really make a lot of mixtapes, but I have been given a okay. lot of mixtapes in my life. Oh. So. I was going to talk about sort of the, the ones that have affected me. Yeah. So the first big one I remember is my older sister had a um, exercise mixtape. So it was like these various songs, but they were they were remixed before I knew the term remix, but also kind of EDM'd. Like they were... It's Bronsky beat. Yeah, it was like songs had been made into something so that she could do a step aerobics class to them. <laughs> so we listened to the, that a lot. And then Ian gave us a mixtape that had a bunch of old 70s rock on it. It had like Dream On and it had a bunch of Zeppelin. And it, my favorite thing in the entire world was Freebird was on it. And you know, this is like old fashioned tape player, but it was one of those tape players where it would it would go to the end of a uh, song. Like you could fast forward and it would click when the oh. song was oh, wow. And my mom would get to the exact same place in the Freebird solo <laughs> and be like, I can't take it. <laughs> <laughs> It drove her insane. <laughs> but we listened to that same mixtape over and over and over and over again. And then we had one that was like Tori Amos and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That also drove my mom nuts because she thought Tori Amos was whiny. Um, <laughs> She's not wrong. And I don't, did you make it or did my friend Jason make it? That, Jason would have made it. Jason would have made it. And then I had series of mixtapes from my friend Lisa who would just send me stuff. My friend, <sighs> there you go. 
Mixtapes were awesome. Don't put that back in the room. I won't. Mixtapes were the best. Uh, I got one. But they're always weird when you, like now on your my laptop, I'll be like, where did this song come from? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, oh, it was one of the things on a mixtape that I never liked or listened to. Yeah. But it, it all got uploaded onto right. my computer. <laughs> and it, so it's just like, what is this? Yeah. I have all my like comedy songs in my iTunes. So yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> oh my songs. God. Like songs that you were using for something dumb in a show oh, oh, oh. you know and so. then like gunshot and yeah, like ghost mode yeah, yeah stuff like that and like splash into and then water I have also have like weirdly all of a sudden if you like go through a playlist like if i have been working from home and somebody has sent me like a radio spot to give notes on <laughs> yeah. so suddenly you listen to music and then all of a sudden you hear tonight on abc all <laughs> hear voiceover auditions <laughs> yes that too <laughs> All right. All right, we're sticking with the rustling of the paper means it's my turn. Oh, yeah. All right, Mary Jo, round two. Okay, here we go. Rumor. Ooh. Oh. <laughs> okay. You may have to help me with this story because I this rumor was not on my radar until you oh, told me about rumor. this rumor. Oh, that rumor. Yeah, that <laughs> um, But this <laughs> cracks me up. So this was when um, the word is rumor and this was a rumor that was going on, going around about me at the time that I ran the school at the Groundlings Theater, which would have been in the mid '90s, right? Mid would have been late, late, 90s, late, late 90s, '90s for me, yeah. And um, I did not know this rumor was going around, but apparently the rumor was. Do you want to set it up? Well, what was said? What I heard whispered as two <laughs> as two groundling students walked by being thrilled to be in the in the theater building uh was and i guess they had seen you or something right but i heard them whisper one of them whispered to the other don't say this is what they said don't say black jokes around mary joe because mary joe's dad is black <laughs> <laughs> My dad is not black. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but my dad is not black. I am not any part black that I'm aware of. I haven't done uh, ancestry. any kind of ancestry or 23 yeah. me. but visibly, if you look at me, I don't look black in any way, shape, or form. Right? No, I'm confused about the fact that it's like, don't say black jokes because Mary Jo's dad, dad is black. black. Not just don't say hey, black, black jokes. Yeah, yeah, well, right? Like, right? You could be inappropriate, but not to people who actually could be harmed by what you were saying. But like, even the words coming out of your mouth should re- remind you that like, if this is be- offensive to the people, I shouldn't say it when they're not here. But I just yeah. love that that was like, I have no idea where that came from. I have no idea how that rumor got started. Did I, you ever settle it? No, I didn't even know anything about it until yeah. not that long ago when Chick told me about it and I was like wait what I had no idea that like students were whispering in the hallways and don't make racially sensitive jokes about Mary Jo because she has a black father I wish I had had a black father don't keep (laughs) that is the strangest weirdest rumor right yeah yeah all right Jay you ready did we do it this quickly last time this Mm -hmm. is so fast okay we were kind of drunk last time so I think we were giggling oh Oh, I should look at it. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Jay says doesn't like it. You ready? It's my own topic. Oh. Yeah. Go. Uh, first bad haircut. I had oh, a lot of these. Um, I think the first <laughs> bad haircut I have was like back when my hair was strawberry blonde, reddish, and it's just like, had like a weird sweeping smooth bowl kind of, <laughs> but not a bowl. What is it? Like a 
It's like a pe- uh, what's her name? Sandy Duncan. No, no. Who was the woman curtains. who was the skater? Like oh, like a Dorothy Hamill. <laughs> yeah, you had a Dorothy Hamill. <laughs> a long Hamill haircut, <laughs> and I'm I'm sitting there with my like Dorothy Hamill haircut. Um, but the I think the worst haircut I remember, and this actually also relates to crying at work. Um, <laughs> in eighth grade. Uh, I had just my frizzy hair and like a short cut and I didn't realize at the time until Chase pointed it out at Roby and Matthias, the place I used to work, uh, that I looked like Danny Bonaducci. So it was unkind. Yeah, it was really unkind. So I had like, cause I had like a big fat freckled face and like then strawberry blonde hair that had and my mom had just had permed my hair some year, and it just fried my hair, and it kind of never recovered. So it went from being straight, smooth. Uh, Curtains. Mary Lou Retton. Not Mary Lou Retton. Remember when we said <laughs> Dorothy Hamill? Dorothy Hamill hair. Wait, is it Dorothy Hamill or? Yeah, Dorothy Hamill for sure. Yeah. She had the bowl this? cut. No, she had the bowl cut. Oh, 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 yeah. I like that we continuously blame the uh, perm, perm. not puberty, that caused the permanently curly hair. You know the woman who's, uh, like, on airplane? Like, she has her blonde hair. Yeah. She's just so smooth and, like... Yeah, and it's kind of, like, parted in the center. Yeah, so I had that, and it's smooth, straight, pretty, like, reddish hair, and then after the perm and or puberty, I had Danny Balducci hair. And she pointed out to me, and then I went into the work bathroom and cried. And they came out of the work bathroom and cried, and they made made Chase apologize to me. <laughs> We're calling you something you looked like several years previously. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. There's almost nothing worse than a bad haircut. I mean, I remember getting a bad haircut once and just weeping uncontrollably. Like, it just... Because so my hair grows so slowly that it was like, I'm going to live with this for a year. When was it? Um, this was like right around the time, like probably late nineties, mid nineties, mid nineties. Um, why did you get it done? Um, I think that, uh, the person who was cutting my hair just didn't listen and just cut way too much off and just wasn't listening to what I was saying. And, you know, I have very curly hair and have nothing to do with puberty or perms. And, um, you know, you, my, my father, um, so, uh, you know, if you cut, curly hair wet you have to account to what account for what happens to it when it dries oh, yeah. and it gets a lot shorter and she didn't listen and she cut way too much off and it just did not look good and I was miserable anyway it's not my story <laughs> Chick you're up oh it's my turn my turn my turn I think I also had a bang cut that Heather did where she went yeah I had school pictures of my self-inflicted bang cuts with just just a notch out I guess I gave up rather quickly what is, uh, babe, I think this is your handwriting. Okay. That looks like marching, marching band. bounds. Marching band. Oh, okay. You did write bounds. I did? Mm-hmm. Oh, marching band. Well, marching you could band. go with either marching, marching band, band or marching bounds. bounds. Marching bounds. You ready, right, Chuck? We'll see what happens. Talk about All right. Um, I'm going to make something with marching bounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, for some reason, that makes me think of this trip that I got to go on when I was in middle school. Still horribly awkward and a nerd and didn't uh, know how to relate to other people. <laughs> and so we went to this, we went to Washington, D.C., and we took a bus, and I didn't take a crap for a really long time. <laughs> <laughs> you mean leading up to the trip? 
I don't, not, I don't, do, I don't acknowledge that my body does that, and even more so when I was a kid. Like that, meaning bowel movements. Yes, no bowel movements allowed. So I was like, I was like shuttering the, <laughs> shuttering the doors <laughs> for the poop hurricane that was just on the other side. But, um, <laughs> but, um, so we did like a lot of walking and stuff, and a lot of like meals. <laughs> And a lot of like, <laughs> like bad meals, meals. <laughs> like you know, not great meals. Like and Jack in the Box egg rolls. Yeah, yeah, like that, that sort of stuff. And then, um, and then being on this bus, so could not. Oh, it wasn't just. That's right. It wasn't just even the bowel movement. It was like no passing of gas either. So oh. it was like, I was like, oh, it was hardcore. It was so hardcore. I was so like distended and uncomfortable. And then we finally went to a sit-down restaurant, and there was a bathroom that was down in the in the basement mm-hmm. area where nobody was. And I was like, oh, this is my chance. <laughs> so I went down there, and just as I'm about to try to handle the situation in peace and privacy, somebody comes in and asks me how I am. They're, like, concerned about me. And I'm like... I don't talk to people and we don't even know each other. Like, leave me alone. Like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to have a little middle school tra- traumatic pooping experience here. Was it a teacher that asked you or like another? No, it was another nerd kid. Oh, another nerd kid. Followed you down to the bathroom to ask if you were okay. Yeah, to ask if I was okay. Were you able to take your shit? No, I had to like seal everything up and (laughs) everything's fine. (laughs) When did you finally take the shit? How long had you been gone? I don't. I don't remember if I. I don't remember if I. You still haven't taken that shit. I still haven't. (laughs) That's what's wrong. Um, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't think that I would have gone. I was so freaked out about it. I was so freaked out about. Excavating, it, yes, evacuating the uh, the bowels in front of anybody or having anybody know that uh, that's what I was Just doing. Just yesterday, or... I think yesterday I asked Chick if I had uh, poop impacted in my butt and needed it to be dug out, would you do it? For and me? No. the answer is yes, but I would, I would be. <laughs> that's what happened with Whitney and Bobby. But why would you want him to do it? Why wouldn't you just go to the doctor? Oh, well, I, yeah, sure. If it was an emergency. <laughs> yeah. If we're in a post-apocalyptic world. If you hadn't crapped in a week and you were trapped on a bus. Shit. I think the last person I want to ask. What is it that Chip could do that you could do? That's what happened with Whitney and Bobby. Bobby had to dig poop out of Whitney's crack constipated asshole. Uh, uh, Whitney Houston and Bobby Brown? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, the other way. <laughs> 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 black father told me something. It's true. Um, I was Jen, uh, Jen uh, Margie McGee, who's a friend of the show, and Candace Brown is also a friend of the show, and I went to Paris together, and we all were in one room, so we only had one bathroom, and um, I ate a lot of meat, which I don't, red meat, which I don't normally do, and drank a lot of red wine, which I do normally do, and a lot of cheeses, like oh, French oh, cheeses. Yeah, yeah. And because we were all sharing one bathroom, I just couldn't go to the bathroom, and we traveled, oh, which always yeah. costs a lot of gas. I yeah. know, that like t- shuts you down. So like three days in, I hadn't pooped, and I had a belly, like a pregnant person whose belly has popped, like that kind of belly of just, yeah. and we sat, sat in it, we went to a sit-down restaurant by the Eiffel Tower, and it had a downstairs bathroom, <laughs> <laughs> and I went and violated <laughs> 
violated that bathroom. And then I didn't realize, but either there was another set of stairs or something, because somehow Margie went down there too oh, without no. me going, no, no, no. And I think yeah. she had a similar thing of like, finally she could poop. And she just walked into my toxic. <laughs> Why is it so hard? I think we all do it. I know. Oh, People I don't have any issues pooping. You don't? No. Can you poop at the door open? Yeah. I mean, if someone else is home, I wouldn't, but I No, that's it. what I mean. It was somebody home. But I wouldn't because... Right. Like, if it was just his... Colleen home, I guess I could, but if Derek... Yeah, home, she's pooped with me in the room. Yeah. Oof, I couldn't do that. Me either. No. <laughs> <laughs> grew up with each other and shared a bathroom our entire lives. Like, there's something to pooping with your sister that's different. <laughs> pooping freedom. Uh, Ian does not. Freedom. Ian's got a whole thing about pooping. Oh. He's got a ritual. He has to take a shower afterwards. Oh, yeah. Or use baby wipes. I like to be clean. Yeah. <laughs> I love how gently you said that. I like to be clean. Uh, you ready, Ian? Here we go. Schedule. Burn. <clears throat> Um, jeez, I think I'd burn my, I'm, I may be confusing this with somebody else, but I think I'd burn my chest on a cookie sheet. No, that's me and Jennifer. That's you? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what, I'll tell the story. Uh, smoking, smoking pot, 16 years old or so. We were smoking out of like an Orville Redenbacher bong. <laughs> what? That what mean? would that be? You would take a popcorn container. Oh, of homemade. Which yeah. was a really nice shape for a bong. You know, the, the, the plastic. Pl- plastic, they get smaller at the top. No, it's plastic. It's like, like holding the kernel. Almost like a tiered cake at the top. Yeah, yeah. and then you'd put Joel a pipe home. in the side and you'd use wax or whatever. Uh, so we were smoking, getting high, and uh, kept complaining about the fucking smell. Like, what smells so bad? What smells so oh, bad? Oh, no. And I have long hair at this point. Oh. And, <laughs> and I think it was Clay Edelman, who was from Texas, and he was a bit of a racist. Uh, but he would sell us pot. I think we were smoking with him, and he was looking at me. And I just, like, made eye contact with him, and I kept bitching about the smell and taking a hit. And I saw my hair just going up in the fire, oh. my bangs. In as his were, eyeballs? Oh, no, just in front of you. Yeah. Yeah, just like as, you know, like it's so close that you can't quite focus on it, but I think I was looking at him and his eyes were bugging out (laughs) and he started to laugh and I realized I was burning my own hair as I was smoking pot and complaining about the smell of it. Just slowly burning away. Kind of was just slow. I think it would just kind of graze and, you know, as the fire, it didn't go up in flames, but the fire would catch a little more and catch a little more and I had no idea that my hair was on fire. Did you do anything? Yeah, like... Like brushed it to the side and continued smoking. <laughs> <laughs> like, no, like, oh no, or pulled, like... I wasn't, like, going up in flames. I was just, it was just burning my... I was smoking my... Yeah, burning my hair. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I would have lost my mind. I burnt my hair on um, a fireplace and I slapped myself out. Just okay. recently. Just recently. You almost blew your face up. I almost oh. blew, I did blow my face up. Oh, shit. That's happened Just singed her eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, I can look at Never trust Colleen to light a fireplace. A gas <laughs> fireplace. Yeah. Uh, okay. Go. Uh, first time I fainted... Um, I don't think I have ever fainted. I have had a seizure and passed out. Um, so I guess I'll talk about that. 
or I could talk about Jennifer's you fainting. Talk about my fainting. But we've talked about it on the podcast actually a lot. Well, like, you have that you didn't see me faint. But you've talked about the seizures too, so it doesn't matter. Or you yeah. can just pick another one. No, no, no. We'll talk about. This. So, in terms of fainting, because I was talking about this to Jennifer the other day, I was trying to explain what the beginning of a seizure felt like, and I was saying like kind of like the like a low key, low key, low grade electrical shock. You know that kind of like when you put your tongue on a nine volt battery. Yeah, it's kind of like that back behind your ears. Wow, it's a strange thing. Um, wow, that's like truly feeling an electrical signal in your brain. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's. I love that. I'm like, it's kind of like an electric, but it is an electrical. It is an electrical. Is it pulsating, or is it constant? It's kind of for me. It's constant, and it's kind of like. I actually, it's, I would say triggers for seizures, they should say more whenever they portray someone having a panic attack on TV shows and movies, and they'll do that thing where they'll go, and they'll make it that they can't hear, and they'll uh-huh. walk around, and, oh. and in, in a cloudy, kind of far off way, people are like, hello, hello, like, I can't even do it, like, no, it's like if a bomb goes off on, and close mm-hmm. to somebody's ear, and it comes, yeah, and yeah. they'll do that kind of ringing, and you'll hear people's voices muffled. from muffled. It's that. And I actually, less than flashing lights when that happens, it doesn't trigger a seizure, but it, it makes me nervous. Because uh-huh. it's, I'm like, oh, I don't like that sound. Because it's so reminiscent of. Yeah, because it's just this tiny, weird buzz, and then this strange electrical thing behind me. And then it's like falling, like inside of yourself. Like it's almost like, the, or like a... Like a roller coaster, a tiny bit. Like mm. there's that sense that of an elevator drop. Yeah, like an elevator drop, where it's just a little wow. bit of all of those. Wow. So, anyway, so I just I've never heard it described. That's so either. interesting. That's but I, when I, mean, I was I'm talking t- about it the other day, Jen was like, "That's kind of what fainting feels like." So yeah, that's I almost passed out at the Prince concert from that, like panic attack induced marijuana brownie, and it was that. It was like. I couldn't stand anymore and had to lean against the wall and the world shrank down and started to yep. go dark and gray. Browns out. Yeah. And all Browns the sound out. went away and everything. And it was just like, I was... Yeah. So you never did the thing as a kid we used to... Uh, this is when what happens when you raise it on television. Push against your chest and... We, you you um, bend over and you put your hands on your knees and you hyperventilate yeah. many, many times and then you f- have somebody push you into the refrigerator. <laughs> What? <laughs> Push you into the refrigerator? Why? Violently, like, shove you into the wall of the refrigerator. Oh, not an open pass refrigerator. Out. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so they're knocking you out by pushing you into a yeah, heavy, a hard, hard object? Okay. And then you get shoved into a hard surface and you pass out. Was that fun? So fun. I remember there was a thing like that to get high or something. Yeah. It definitely, I thought you yeah, fell into a pillow, though. But yours is Yeah, I don't much remember more. a refrigerator or a hard wall. I do <laughs> remember people... To shove ourselves into the closed refrigerator. open refrigerator. Because <laughs> <laughs> there was a whole thing about people were hurting themselves. Because kids were doing this, like, hyperventilation. Because it was almost like whippets or something where you were, like... It's like that, yeah. Dying for a hot second, but kids would would pass out. There was like a movie where somebody was doing that all the time to themselves. We did that when I was a, I was probably thirteen or something when 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 we did it. So that would have been. No children should listen to this. Isn't that like a YouTube sensation, like knock yourself out now or something? But this was back in like when we were kids. I remember there was a whole thing of like kids. There was a thing going around recently though where people were like doing that old. Well, nothing. Just that old. Nothing. I that old on. shove into the refrigerator. Like, like blow out and they push you against the wall, kind yeah. of thing. And that would like I don't remember knock. This. Remember the first time you got the None wind knocked out of you and you didn't know what out. it was. You're like, what? I thought I was gonna oh die. God, I was I moss sliding in a drainage ditch. 
and just ate shit onto the concrete and oh. went down hard. And you know when it, you, you knock the wind out and you just like... Yeah, that's why you get shoved into the refrigerator and knocks the wind out of you. Yeah, I, mean, I had yeah. never had. I was like eight, and it had never happened before. And I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna die here." In, uh-huh. in um, yeah. Real quick for everyone who doesn't grow up in Hawaii and in, oh, moss uh, sliding. Yeah, explain <laughs> moss sliding to people. Yeah, uh, there were drainage ditches, big concrete things like you know you see in LA and various places. But there was always a thin stream running down the middle, green and slick, and you would just sit in it basically and slide down. On concrete covered in moss, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Just like your clothes, right? Not yeah, you'd wear a bathing suit or whatever, and uh, if it, you'd get, you know, road rash because you'd go off the moss at some right. point onto concrete rough. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Can you imagine? Like, you would never do that today. You'd be so conscious of how much it would hurt, not only in the moment but later. Yeah. You'd, like, regret and how gross your it is. Yeah. Yes, and how gross it like is. And fight. like how it would take you out of life for a couple of days. You just wouldn't do it anymore. Yeah. yeah. But as a kid, it's like, I want to go moss sliding. Yeah, your your kid brain goes, this is slippery, and this thing is shaped like <laughs> yeah. a uh, slide. Yeah. It's yeah. like a... Like a like Here we a, have slip and slides are stupid. You just throw yourself onto like slicked plastic <laughs> that has no end. And that has rocks underneath it. Yeah. 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 Well, you're yeah. supposed to do it on a lawn. Yeah. yeah, but even still, there's no end. Did pine cone. Did you do it on like gravel? We set it up on rocks. I've seen somebody put it up on concrete before. Like what? Oh. But you slid down the exact same thing on concrete. You're already down. You're 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 already start down. Slow. It's moss slow. We did it on gravel just so we had a really crappy lawn, and so there was always a rock or two around there. So like you'd slide and then just oh, you just go right over a rock. Who gets? I never had the slip and slide, but other people had it. And then we had like a carpet remnant that I put like dish soap on, and that's that was my slip and slide. So you would slide on the grass on the carpet remnant with soap. Well, well, the. The, the carpet remnant was long. Oh, okay. So it wasn't like uh, riding on the surface up to the grass. It was yeah. like on the carpet. But yeah, it was it was um, dish soap and a hose <laughs> <laughs> and a carpet remnant. We were all poor. I have, okay. I have multiple times. Oh, sorry. No, it's okay. Say what you're gonna say. Uh, multi- I'm gonna so- pause and say this, but multiple times lately, talked people out of assembling their child. Play set outside where the slide comes down into the brick wall in front of the door. Uh. Like, you see that brick that your kid is gonna like fall forward and smash their front teeth into? Oh, uh. you think that's a bad idea? Yeah. There are a lot of. St- <laughs> All, right. Awesome. All right. Mary Jo. All right, here we go. This is the one minute round. Is oh, okay. It? Yeah, we're tightening first, up. This is first time you pushed back against authority. Ooh. Uh. Well, yeah. I mean, I guess that would be my my mom or my parents. Well, the very first time I think I pushed back against my but against authority, um, I uh, I don't remember why I was uh, pushing back against my father, but I was, and to um, retaliate against him, to push back against him, I got a hammer. <laughs> I was three. I got a hammer, and I went outside to or I was four. I got a hammer and I went outside to the um, van, this new van that we had just uh, got that my mother's parents had purchased since uh, right after my brother was born because um, we now had three kids, so we needed a passenger van. And I just took the hammer and just started beating on the side of the van <laughs> um, as hard as my little three-year-old arm could. And just, I probably got off like, Six or seven good, like, hits before my dad came out and, like, ripped the um, hammer out of my hand and beat the shit out of me. Um, but the one of the things I loved about the van, because we had that van for many, many years. Finish your stuff. 
um, the the little um, crescent shape that the hammerhead made <laughs> yeah. over time got so soft and like like it rusted and then it smoothed over and like it's like you know like you've ever been to Pebble Beach or Glass Beach mm. where everything just gets so smooth over time and I used to love to run my fingers over it later like they just became these really like beautiful yeah. touch things anyway that's it <laughs> 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 All right, Jennifer. Hey, Jennifer. You want to hammer to a van story? You don't have to close your eyes. <laughs> no one can see Everyone's you. treating this like charades or celebrity. Oh, Ian just opened. All right, you ready? <laughs> um. <laughs> you only have a minute. Gather your thoughts. Uh, Go. Okay, so <laughs> my topic is first chicken wings. <laughs> <laughs> And I think what I want to think, I think this is, first chicken wings I'm thinking of is, do you know Costco, I think it was Costco, but maybe it was like the Hawaii commissary had big bags of frozen chicken wings and they were all the, not the good one, the like. Not the drumette, the yeah, other one. The, the, they call it the flat, I think, or somebody oh, calls okay. it. flat. So they were yeah. all the Didn't flat. And I think they had like a teriyaki sauce and they were disgusting. And I made them on my own and I didn't cook them enough. Oh. So I ate cold, like teriyaki oh. from frozen chicken wings that were like slimy, slippery, pre-cooked. Oh. So they, I was Thank oh, goodness they were chicken. pre-cooked. But they were like really, really like that slippery, Greasy. slippery skin. Not grease though. Oh. Kind of gelatinous. Like I like the yeah the the, the the marrow yeah. is or the fat is coming out yeah. of the skin and it's so gross. <laughs> <laughs> but also <laughs> that age range where it doesn't occur to you like I should just put this back in the oven or not eat it. Yeah. Neither was an option. That's what's gonna eat it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? Sunburn. Uh, okay, go. Okay, okay. So my word is sunburn, and um, I, I, uh, what's coming to mind is um, I grew up in Pensacola, Florida. So that's a, a beach town. That's the best part of Pensacola is the beach. And we used to go out to the beach with um, baby oil and <gasps> slick ourselves up mm-hmm. and just fry the fuck out of ourselves. <laughs> and. Um, <laughs> Uh, but I was in, um, I, I was, uh, I was in color guard in high school and, and it's really humid in Pensacola too, but we did a lot of like dancing stuff, which is really amazing to imagine me dancing because I have like in the negative realm of dancing capabilities. Um, but enough to get your temperature Hi, and when you have a sunburn mm-hmm. <laughs> and you're suddenly hot and sweaty, that was like you want to rip your whole outer skin off, not just the like fun peely part. It's so <laughs> like it was so fucking horrible. And I remember getting in trouble because <laughs> in trouble, that's so funny. You can get in trouble. <laughs> um, but I remember like it was so fucking intense. I had to stop waving my flag and run outside and your color color guard my flag color guard flag. Clear. Oh yes, yes, my color guard flag. <laughs> I did stop waving my color guard flag and trying to do split leaps and um, <laughs> run out and get under this uh, gutter of it was raining. This gutter of like 
water <laughs> pouring down to try to stop this horrible itching and burning. And uh, and then there was some reason that I said that. Um. <laughs> <laughs> it went over a minute a long time ago, but I want to hear the end of the oh, story. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, um, yeah, I just, I, I just, I got in trouble for that. And, and Did it just come like sliding off? Because you know when you get that sweat underneath. No, it. because it wasn't really peeling yet. Like ready. you couldn't really get it yet. Um, so all that skin was just holding that itch in. That's what it was mostly was the itch. You like, did the baby oil thing too. You did the boi- baby, baby oil thing? All the time. Yeah, my friend Sarah would do baby oil and she would also add sun in. Mm-hmm. And, and to the uh, skin? lighten her hair. Not to her skin, but to her hair. <laughs> but the worst, the, very quickly, the worst sunburn I ever had was uh, the first time I ever went to Hawaii. I didn't know that it was different. And yeah. I went to Hawaii and I did my, my baby oil and I had <gasps> blisters. Oh. Huge blisters all over my back. I couldn't believe it. It was awful. I yeah. Know. I, I think it's fun. What? I mean, <laughs> when it doesn't hurt. It, when it's not hurting or itching. It's fun? Yeah, I like to. Piece. Remember, so a chick gross. likes to take a needle and pick oh, that's a right. <laughs> oh, I forgot eyelashes. So I forgot about that. Also, at Costco, eating a Costco hot dog, I wiped my arm and just a bone-sized patch of skin came off because it was like the sweat underneath just lifted off the sunburn. I would have been. Ooh, I would have been piece. very fascinated by that. I would have picked it up and examined it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, let's move on. You should have seen me after our last trip yeah, to Hawaii. To Hawaii. With Did my your bald whole head peeling. Oh, oh, wow. Oh, I, was, I was real red. Yeah. yeah. I got burned, but not as bad as Ian. And then I hit Ian by accident. <laughs> and Ian <laughs> sold out. Oh, I got one of my own here. Are you, you want it? Yeah. All right, and go. All right, first cigarette. Ooh. Uh, I think it was about 12 or 13. I had been hanging out with Corey Kemp, and he was kind of a bad influence on me in some ways. Clearly. Uh, I don't think I had smoked with him, but I was going in that direction, and I went to uh, Zippy's, which was a restaurant with a little bar off to the side, and this was still back in the day when you could get them out of vending machines, mm-hmm. and oh, yeah. this vending machine was in like the hallway to the bathroom, largely unattended. I got a pack of Cools, started <laughs> with menthols, because I think my older sister Heather was already smoking, and I think she smoked menthol, so you know, monkey see, monkey do. And I would take these. I had this pack of cigarettes for probably six months to a year. <laughs> and I would take these, and I'd take one, and I'd go walk down to a little drainage ditch down the hill from our house. <laughs> and I'd smoke one and get so fucking high off of a cigarette, yeah. like sick high, like you stand up and you're dizzy. And they were stale, you know, after. Right. <laughs> and that was that. Wait, wait, we got to the and then That's what? it. You know, I think at some point I threw them away. I don't think I ever finished the pack. And then I started smoking when I was 15, 16. Um, I had a question. To actually inhale a cigarette, I think, until I was like 25 when I tried it. The first couple of times, I was like, I couldn't figure it out. How to breathe hot air into my lungs. I was like two packs a day in high school for a while of, of Reds. You were? In like 17, 18, yeah, we would just chain smoke. I think about that because, I mean, that's 40 cigarettes a day. Yeah. They were so cheap. They were two bucks a pack back then. All my friends smoked chain smoke Totally cigarettes. forgot about those machines. Remember that, like, yeah, the lever. And, that, like, and the idea that it would be completely unattended. It's so stupid. Like, yeah. anybody could get them. Yeah. All right. right. Hold on. Let me look at it. Oh. All right. I'll, I don't want to do this one because it's the, the topic we didn't do. Road trip. Oh, okay. You can put it back. Yeah. You can leave it out. Yeah, leave it out. Okay. Bad woman. 
Mm, I got my own. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, it's a first superstition. Uh, I knock on wood. Mm-hmm. don't really think it's, it does anything. But actually... You don't really think it does anything? But I do do it. Uh, I have a thing about leaving hair in weird places. <laughs> so I... Like DNA in a crime scene? No. Oh. <laughs> I think That's what pretty, I have. It's uh, stupider. No, because uh, I shed a lot. And at some point, I think maybe in like high school, you know, sometimes if I run my hands through my hair to like kind of detangle it, I'll get like a wad sure. of hair. Like I'll, you know. And uh, I remember once being like, well, don't drop this on the ground because we were in a movie theater or something. Because what if somebody picked it up and made like a voodoo doll out? <laughs> <laughs> and now, if that happens, a I just think it's super rude to like leave a wad of hair for someone else to clean up um, in a public area. Of course, there's wads of hair in my house, but uh, but b slightly I, that still pops into my head. So I'll like. If that happens, like if I pull a bunch of hair off my head and I'm in a public place, I'll like put it in my purse or something. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just, I don't know, I must have seen some movie where I someone... Don't, I think about that. I'm like, God, I, 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 hair DNA is at a crime scene. But if that's not a superstition. A that's a legit... That's a legit thing. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I had a period of time where I couldn't step on cracks in the sidewalk. Oh, yeah, me too. breaking my mother's back. Yep. Really? I would yep. walk... For like a year or two, I think it was like nine or ten years old. I open umbrellas in the house, and I go underneath ladders on purpose. You're stupid. Uh, Don't do it. Do you believe that's in just the bad idea in yeah. general? But the lava rock stuff, you know. No. Well, that's different. That's but that's like ghosts. Oh, it's <laughs> like the universe just saying arbitrary things, like you step on a crack or you see a black cat. But the you... goddess Pele uh, could it come after you because you took lava rocks? I mean, that that has an origin and, and substance. Yeah, all right. <laughs> uh, do we want to shorten it to 30 seconds? Power uh, round? Sure. Really, yeah, let's do power round. One more round of one right. minute, and then we could do a 30 second. Okay. okay. You ready, Mary Jo? We don't have that many, but yeah. And go. Guns. Ooh. First time guns. Well, um, the first time I ever fired a gun uh, was not that long ago, uh, probably seven or eight years ago. And um, I just, I went to a shooting range <clears throat> uh, down by LAX. I still have a card. I used to fill out a membership card and show me your ID and stuff. And I just uh, really just wanted to know what it felt like to fire a gun. I had never fired a gun. And I, um, so a friend of mine that I worked with who was an editor, I was talking to him about this. He's like, oh, I, I have a membership to a gun club. I'll take you. And I was like, oh, okay. And how does this work? Like, do you rent a gun when you get there? He's like, you could. But I have a whole bunch of guns in my car. <laughs> and so he like went out to the parking lot at Disney and opened the trunk Ooh, of his car. Geez. And there's like four guns in the back of his Because I was like, all right, let's go. So we went down to LAX. Wow. And I signed up for my little card, <laughs> paper card. And I shot a snub nose revolver, a nine millimeter and a um, Colt 45. How did it feel? And it scared the shit out of me. Um, it was, it really, like, it's not a toy. It's very sobering. It's very serious. And um, it, and I, I don't, we don't have guns. I don't, I hope I never have a gun in this house. I don't want a gun. I don't want to own a gun. Even though, like, Armageddon is coming and the end of the world. <laughs> um, but um, scared the shit out of me. The end. Um. Did you, you didn't try skeet shooting? I've never done skeet that shooting. That was fun. That, I would I, do that. I shot for the first time 12, 15 years ago, something like that, and was pretty quickly bored by the pistols and the rifles, but the skeet shooting was cool. Bruises your shoulder, though. Yeah, I'll bet. <clears throat> Pull! 
You have a real wide berth to hit that thing. Yeah. That spray is like, you're going to hit it. Right. Unless you're in, you <laughs> the buckshot. <laughs> buck Weren't you worried about like hitting a person? No, because you're firing you out into the range. No, but like if you drop the gun, it could go off. You don't, you don't drop, drop the gun. The gun. And I they're would... very, they're very like on you at the at the shooting range. They come by and you know they right. talk to you, and, and there's rules, and they stop everybody. I will like, say this though, like at the shooting range at LAX, that's the thing that was the most scary to me. It was like <clears throat> it's just a row of you know, like just like you see in a movie or television show. It's just a row of stalls. With the you know you're all firing to the end of a big long room where the paper target is, um, but you're standing so close to each other, and there's nothing to prevent you from turning and firing at anyone standing. I yeah. just yeah. I never felt so vulnerable in my life. Plus, it's the loud. It's so loud. You're wearing uh, headphones, but or you know covers, but it's still so loud and so scary. And you're so conscious, at least for me, I'm so conscious of holding this thing. There's a photograph, one photo of me that was taken from behind with me standing there with a gun in my hand. And um, I just, it looks like, you know, it just looks like somebody firing a gun, but I just know how scared I was in that moment. But yeah, I just thought, oh my God, I could get shot at any moment, any moment. Yeah, I don't like them when I see them. Like, now cops. I think that, like at Ralph's and stuff. Yeah, but. well, now it's indicating yeah. the rest of the world. Yeah. All right, Jay, you ready? And go. Uh, mushroom. Um, so I hate. Mushrooms. Oh. I hate them so much. Um, and how do you know? How do I know? Because I've had to try them many times because our father was a cool <laughs> man who made us try mushrooms. And so the story I want to tell, because I've had mushrooms many times, <laughs> is the story where my dad tried to trick us with enoki mushrooms, which oh. was like long, white. Little white. Yeah. And he was like, they're not mushrooms. And I was like, they are, Dad. <laughs> um, and I tried them and I puked, like, or like did the... Whoa. Uh, you can't eat them because I was right and they were mushrooms and (laughs) I think the thing I'm proudest of is that Colleen was able to eat those without gagging I don't even remember them you're Uh, proud that Colleen was able to eat them because I she's the pure mushroom hater my mushroom hate is so pure (laughs) oh you're proud that you couldn't eat them yes that I can't even eat them when they're in other things. Like, if I know they're in them, it's, it's done. Right. It's contaminated the whole thing. Just out of curiosity, my mind went immediately to magic mushrooms. So did mine. Who wrote that? <laughs> Not me. No, I did. And what was your intention? I didn't, well, I didn't have an intention. I wanted to, I did, I wanted to be loose enough where it could be. Oh, okay. I was Do probably you, thinking of you. <laughs> <laughs> the only mushroom story I would have would be like, when my brother told me about his mushrooms. <laughs> yeah, mine would be, when Ian took mushrooms and I freaked out. I could have also talked about all the mushroom ornaments I have bought. Yeah. Because I do love mushroom ornaments. <laughs> <laughs> I like a mushroom piggy bank. I have a mushroom, we have a mushroom stool. Yeah. We've got mushrooms. Jen loves fairy tale mushrooms. Oh, yeah. fairy tale mushrooms. Yeah. Little like the kind that Thumbelina sits on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Red with little white dots. Mm-hmm. You ready? Okay, you ready? And go. Okay. So uh, my thing here is water sports related injury, <laughs> which I immediately went to that water sports and I was like, how can you get injured being peed on? And I've never been peed on by somebody. But now I realize that we're talking about ski doos, right? Well, any water like sport. Or like any water sport. Oh, oh water okay. Water polo. Swimming. Oh, oh right, Swimming. right. Water sport. Water sport. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, okay. Well, I was diving once, not yeah. on a team or anything, but I was diving once. <laughs> and... Like I had never, yes, off yeah. a diving board, not off the side of the pool, but <laughs> off the, di- so a little higher up off the water. 
And oh my god, yeah, I I bounced off the diving board, went up in the air, <laughs> oh, no. and then went. I'm like, okay, now I need to go down to get my <laughs> head down. But I must have over calculated it, so my legs and my ass kept going way over my head. <laughs> And I thought I fucking broke my back. Oh. And then while I was like half underwater, just that split moment of oh being God. half under the wa- half under the water, my top half was like, keep your head, <laughs> keep your head up. But the rest of me was like oh going over. So I was like so making scary. a horrible, more <laughs> angular C shape than you would ever want. <laughs> Wait, so you went into like a backwards flip, but stopped it. So no, I was just gonna dive in right, normally. You accidentally backwards I did a flip. flipped yourself. Yes. This is you, and then it just except my top half like... didn't flip at all. Yeah, oh, so you created like, like a reverse oh, bend. Oh, horrible! Oh, that was so painful. I was like, with <laughs> <laughs> the idea of like your childhood flexibility, but then your sensibility prevent created the injury instead of just going totally. Like, I'm just going with it. <laughs> yeah, just go with it. Oh, shit, that hurt. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. All right, hands up. All right, Ian. You ready? Go. First horror movie. Uh, Poltergeist. Yes. I uh, was in D.C., so I must have been eight years old or younger. I think you guys watched it too. Yeah, I remember. It's my first horror movie. You probably movie. didn't. She was probably you wouldn't you wouldn't even have known what was happening. But. Yeah, <laughs> sounds like an insult. <laughs> <laughs> you were a dumb two year old, but it was frightening. Still to this day, that, that movie is scary. frightening. Yeah. It was really well done. I saw Joker last night, and people were bringing their small children into, into that movie. Like, what are you doing? Not that. They'd understand necessarily. They're, they're certainly not going to appreciate it, and it's you know Anyone. artistic endeavors. That's, That's it. it. <laughs> <laughs> you have time to spare. All right, Ian. Uh, all right, the final one minute. Or all right, Ian, you time me. If it goes to to black, it won't. Um, it won't. Auga. That's why things have been going long sometimes. Oh. So keep. What it, do you mean if it goes to black? Like if it if the it sleeps. Phone sleeps. Ah. So you just have to keep it alive. Oh wait, pause. Sorry. Ready? Uh huh. Um, encountered a wild animal. Um, Dust doesn't count. Yeah. Okay. There's not a lot of wild animals in Hawaii. Squirrels don't count either. Uh, mongoose. Those chickens. Mongoose or chickens or boars. I never ran into a boar. I never had to run in with the mongoose. Who are you listing all the animals you <laughs> never had to run in with? <laughs> He's the I'm not had to run in. Oh, uh, a coyote that you tried to rescue. Oh, okay, yeah, that's the story. So, uh, I like a week before Jennifer and I and Amy Picacci rescued a husky that was running down Melrose, and... Um, so then, like, a week later, I was in a real, like, rescue animals <laughs> mode, and I was um, on Waring, which is a block north of Melrose, and I saw this dog running, so I stopped, and it kind of l- would look at me and then run off, and, and I just kept, like, keep trying to keep, and I was like, here, baby, baby, and it wouldn't do whatever, and finally, it stopped on one of those lawns where the, uh, the, s- <laughs> shut up, <Right. laughs> you know, there's the sidewalk, and then the, the front lawn is like a mound of grass, like it goes up maybe oh, yeah. two or three feet, or, uh, or yeah, to yeah, get to yeah. the height of the house, um, and the, the dog had stopped. 
left and was standing there. And I was like, oh, good. And I pulled over and I opened my passenger door <laughs> and was like, hey, puppy, hey, puppy, puppy. And it like turned to look at me and it had like cartoon yellow eyes. Yeah. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's a coyote. <laughs> And it was totally looking at me like, you want to keep chasing me? Because now, fine. You know? yeah, yeah. Or it was like luring me to yeah. where the rest yeah, of the coyotes yeah. were. And I just went like, never mind. <laughs> and like, <laughs> the door and drove away. <laughs> and that's my encounter with yeah. it. All right, guys. 30 minute or 30 second speed round. Oh, God. Okay. I'm going to get it down. Do you have five left? I don't know. Probably. I don't know. Hold on. Close your eyes. It makes okay, it more fun. Uh, <laughs> and go. Oh, glasses. You must have put that back in. Well, hold on. Let me restart. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I might have written it twice. All right. You ready? Yeah. And go. Oh. First time you played with fire. Literally played with fire. Okay. Uh, <laughs> shit, have I ever played with fire? Yes. Um, uh... <laughs> We uh, were, we were doing a voodoo ceremony to punish a girl that we didn't like, and we made a doll out of her, and we shoved her full of gunpowder, and we took her to our cemetery, and we lit her on fire, and it exploded, and it caught this hundred-year-old um, oak tree in the cemetery on fire, <laughs> and uh, it was a civil war like cemetery that goes way way back. The end. No, 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 and oh, uh, and we ran, and the fire department came and pulled out the fire. But um, yeah, thank we goodness. Why did you have gunpowder, and did you make it out of her hair? <laughs> no, we didn't have her hair, but we crafted her out of Play-Doh. So we like had a, like a doll that was probably like so know, it was like, almost like plastic. Plastique. Yeah, yeah, it was like plastique. ten inch, ten inches, you and made um, an explosive device. I made an explosive device, and it exploded. Did the oak survive? Uh, yeah, the oak did survive. They put it out very quickly. I don't know if you still can, but we used to buy the ingredients for gunpowder at Long's Drugs. In the drugs section. What are the you ingredients? Could, I, I probably shouldn't say no, it. No, don't say it. Like, it's on the internet. Google cookbook it. or what is it, right? I don't need to encourage it, but we would make smoke bombs and what have you, and you put sugar in it to make it a smoke bomb instead of it just being... Yeah, don't at us. But they were just normal ingredients. It wasn't like a, a gunpowder kit at all. No, you could <laughs> buy three <laughs> bottles of granulated ingredients to make... Gunpowder, yeah. All right. Explosive pipe bomber. Wow. There was if a pipe bomber. If we start a Patreon account, that'll be the recipe we get. Cut to, to last, this past weekend, I went to Sprouts, the uh, grocery store, and the guy in front of me got carded for buying kombucha. And I was like, why are you carding him for, and he's like, well, it's fermented. And I was like, okay, but it's kombucha. Like, and he was clearly like, not a kid. Anyway. I got carded for O'Doul's, and I was like, are you kidding me? That's the alcohol-free beer? <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it's a 0.5%. Yeah. Kombucha? Who the has the, who's the teen with a, the underage kid with a budget to drink enough kombucha to get <laughs> or, drunk? Or right. At, at and Sprouts. Also, why are you going to do kombucha of all the things? Like, yeah. if you're going to buy anything, you're it's not going to buy kombucha. If you're going to do anything, so. get shoved into a refrigerator. Thank you. <laughs> it's cheap. All right, Colleen, you have 30 seconds. No, Jennifer has 30 seconds. I'm sorry, Jennifer, And go. Oh, a first humiliation. Uh, I don't know if I told this story already. I fall a lot. Um, you have. You've told the falling farting story. No, it was not the falling farting story. It was the, uh, I think it was seventh or eighth grade. I was on the upper level of the school. And I, there's only like five people around, and I was dancing. And I did like a, an elaborate spin. And both of my legs went up. To my like parallel to my waist, uh -huh. and I fell to the ground uh, and really hurt myself. And people laughed at me. 
Did you have to crawl away? Could no, you... I just had to like, I like the wind knock out of you. I had to sit for like a good minute and just <laughs> while people laugh, remember to breathe while people laughed. So now I laugh at people when they fall. <laughs> <laughs> you ready, Chuck? Oh God, yeah. I just remembered what this is. Okay, dance club. Dance <laughs> <laughs> club. Dance club. Okay, so the so in Pensacola, I'm this is after high school and like this period of time between because I went to a community college to knock out all my stuff so I wouldn't have to spend a lot of money in college. But um, uh, who cares? All right, so (laughs) dance club. I went to a dance club with two of my friends. One of my friends had recently been in a car accident, was walking with a cane. <laughs> These two guys approached us and, and, <laughs> shit. Okay, I, I gotta keep going. These two guys approached us, asked, one guy asked my friend Sarah to dance. The other guy looked at me, <laughs> then asked my friend with a cane to dance. <laughs> she said no, and then he came back to me to ask me to dance, and I, Agreed, and then I went out there to try to dance with this dude, and I don't fucking even know how to dance. I look like such a fucking asshole, and then so I totally flipped out and left him. I just like ran off the dance floor, and that's that. Glad I didn't get that one. Do you have a story? I thought you were going to have no, Pensacola, like, you were part of a club for dancing, like, oh, there's only two left. That was Color Guard, yeah, oh, yeah. No, no, there's three left. No. So. Well, but there should only be two, because you should be last, because I was first. All right. Uh, we could just all do the last one. All right, you ready, Ian? Yeah. First canoe. <laughs> uh, I've never been in a canoe, so I'm going to do first kayak. Okay. The one I, I think is in Las Vegas. <laughs> When we went for my birthday like three years ago to some resort on the like Lake Las Vegas on the back end the on, the, on the way to the Mead, to the Mead, <laughs> uh, and we kayaked for I don't know twenty minutes in the wind. I don't think I've ever been in a canoe. But then your second kayak was that same time period when we were in Africa. Yeah. <laughs> so and your second kayak is a way better story. And crocodiles and in both uh, cases, Pemba I mean, Island, the 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 Indian Ocean, the warm, beautiful Indian Ocean. And I pulled us down with our. Uh, Jennifer tried to murder our friend and host <laughs> who took us there. Because theirs was like sinking, and neither one of them knew how to kayak. And then Jen got like comedically mad, but sort of actually frustrated, mad, and started splashing me and Ian. Right? No, you and uh, Mia. Yeah, me and Mia were I together. I was pulling Ian down. With yeah. Me. <laughs> I'm a dangerous person. That a kayak. But they all happen in the same summer. All right, Colleen, bring oh, us yeah. home. All right. It's the last one of the night. Well, you want to pick of the two? No, I'll go with this one. Okay, ready? It's a first-class picture. So uh, I have been tall since I was a baby. So every, <laughs> every class picture, I'm in the back row. And almost every class picture, I'm taller than my teacher. Like, And wow. this is not an exaggeration. I mean, I grew up in Hawaii, so uh, the, the median height is lower. But uh, uh, yes, taller than my teacher. And uh, But my favorite thing was the eighth-grade girls at the – the school I went to, the, the couple of the years before us had always done something kind of fun. And so me and my friend Jamie had this whole plan that we were going to do the back-to-back arms cross pose <laughs> in our eighth grade um, class picture. Like and, Millie Vanilli? Yeah, like we turned, oh we put God. our backs to each other, we leaned on each other, and crossed <laughs> our arms. And 
the for some reason the fact that we made that happen and that it made it into the picture it wasn't like let's do another one you know right. straight on I was we were so proud of ourselves I'm actually still proud I can feel <laughs> I can feel the pride of like we like that there's probably kids that watch that and went look at them they're so cool yes they're back to back in a class picture yes arms crossed arms crossed they made a choice and we're both smiling <laughs> um, I'm, just, I'm so proud of us. And then the only other thing I want to say is that almost every class picture we took, with the exception of that class picture, was outside. And I'm not good with sun. I, I mean, most, I think brown eyes are supposed to protect you more, but every other class picture, everyone else is sort of looking normal. And I just have the heaviest squint <laughs> on my right eye. And I'm always just there with one eye, like, heavily shut like the other one, just tearing from the sun <laughs> in every uh, picture on the blacktop um, in Hawaii. I'm pulling up my phone because yeah. I feel like at the very beginning of this podcast, you and I took a photo for our Facebook page or for the website. We did, and we're back to back. We're back, we to, are back, back to back. Our arms crossed. We're back to back. But chicks, Check it out. chicks separated us, so yes. you have to show us the uh, original yeah. oh, okay. image because you put us as two separate yeah. things. Yeah. 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 All right. Yay! Yay. We're back, baby. We're back. What's we the made last it. one that's in there? Beer. <laughs> Should we all tell our first beer story? Yeah. Okay. Okay. First beer story? Oh, it's going to be a while. Do we need a timer, Mary Jo? No, you, you, somebody else go. I mean, I, well, I'll, just tell, I'll just tell this. I'll just say this, and I'll keep it very short. Uh, I really thought uh, that your, your degree of coolness was measured by the quantity of beer you could consume. It is. And thank you. And uh, so I was sort of training myself to drink more and more beer. And I got to the point where I could, in one evening, uh, get through three six-packs of Miller Genuine Draft and did that often. The mm. end. <laughs> Jennifer? Um, I don't know that this is my first beer story, but it's kind of what's standing out to me. The same law firm that I used to work, there was a woman who uh, had some issues with alcohol who kept beers in the cabinet above the refrigerator. And I had the task of cleaning that out one day. And they at, like at a, a place weird of beer. Work? Yeah. Oh. They were like a black can with red on it. So if anybody knows what beer that is. Um, and they were all warm, and they were all old, like years old. Oh. And I was like, I'm going to drink this. <laughs> you? Yeah. I was like, yeah, here's a beer, and I'm at work. Ooh. And it was disgusting. I'm sure. Um, and there were like 50 cans of beer stocked that were old and dusty and gross. Because she quit? Uh, yeah, I think at that point she had quit, so we were clearing out her old beer. <laughs> but I have like a story of like her, like she drove her son across Montana, uh, with beer in the car because the, and like going 90 miles an hour. Well, that's her story. Check. <laughs> that was the, the end of the um, I think my first experience with beer, and I may have talked about this already, but um, I had some friends over to my house. I, I think my mom was out of town or something. So we drank a shitload of beer and like sex on the beach and like that pre-made shit. Um, and then... The next morning I woke up, this goes back to crapping. I'm like, oh my God, I, I had to crap so bad. And then somebody, I guess, could tell by the look of my, I don't know how they knew, but they were like, oh yeah, that's beer shits. <laughs> and then also the night before when, when we were drinking the beers, my, my friend was like, 
fucking her boyfriend, like, in, <laughs> right in the next room. Like, I mean, like, open room, like, not closed doors or anything. Like, just, and I'm like, God, that's, do people do that? It seems so, like. <laughs> beer sex. We used to have sex in the same room all the time. Uh, Teenagers. Is beer shit the uh, Yeah. You had beer shits. <laughs> I mean, I don't think I've had beer shit. I don't think I've had beer shit. Wine, maybe not beer. Ooh, yeah. Wine shit. I, I, I think I've had all the various alcohol shits. And shits in general. Uh, I was 13, I think, 12, 13, and I'd had a couple, you know, sips here or there off my dad's beers, but never like more than just a, a taste. Uh, but I think we did yard work or something like that, and he sat me down and was like, all right. You're ready for a beer. Oh, wow. And we had a Foster's oil can. I can't remember if we split one or if he gave me a whole one. We probably split one because they're, yeah. they're doubles. And uh, sat down at like the butcher block kitchen table. We were probably playing a board game or something like that. And I remember that in the initial like, like oh, that's bitter and kind of yeasty, but also loving the, the bubbles, loving the color, and thinking like this is... This is the next step. It's this is cool. becoming an adult. This is yeah. freedom in this glass. You know, this is like <laughs> getting away from my childhood, which I hated, and probably to this day escape the same way. But uh, just loved it. I, uh, I drank it, and I loved the buzz too. It was great. You had a classic coming of age. Yeah. Moment. Yeah. Dad never gave me a beer. I mean, he did, but not. Um, <laughs> give us sips of wild turkey. I remember a couple beer snippets. One was uh, the first beers I drank were like light beer because I didn't like the taste of beer until it grew on me. Um, and I remember at my dad had come out for somebody's wedding or something like that. And we they took us out to a nice restaurant and I ordered a beer and my dad was like, you're not going to put that in a glass. Like he was so grossed out by the fact that I wouldn't put it in a glass. <laughs> and I was like, dad, I'm an experienced beer drinker or whatever. <laughs> but he was so, he was bummed out by me drinking out of a bottle. And But I think it was also the first time I drank in front of my dad. How old were you? 21. Oh. Um, 21 or 22. Um, probably 22. Um, and then uh, the last beer thing is that, so for a long time I just drank light beer to to get drunk. And we would get, like, some. it was somebody's mission to go get the 36-pack, and, like, we would all just drink it. Um, but then I discovered uh, wheat beers. I discovered Hefeweizen. Oh, yes. And um, for a long stretch it. of time, that was, like, every... I always drank Hefeweizens, and there's a hilarious picture of me on my birthday with this tall... Uh, one of the, you know how they'd give it to you in those long, tall ones yeah. with yeah. the glasses with the thing on it? And I knocked it over, and I'm so drunk... And I'm like looking down, and I think like Jennifer and maybe Ian are just cleaning glass out of my lap <laughs> and whatever. And my roommate Derek is leaned into the picture and is like smiling at the camera because <laughs> I'm so drunk. And, and it was like early. Um, anyway, and then that's that's my beer story. I'll post that. Let's anybody who has pictures of tonight's events that are willing to show them. I mean, I can oh, show, show the back to back picture. I will protect the faces. Did I, of... did I tell a story that would re- that would have a p- picture attached? to it? Oh, I don't know. Well, I, don't, I might have a picture of my first car. I'll look. Yeah. Right. Um, and then, actually, I believe the first car because we did first car. There's a longer version of that story if people oh, like to right. listen to that's first right. car. That's right. Um, that is the end of our show. Welcome back. Welcome back, you guys. We're sorry that thanks we've for been away. There with us. I hope you did, and and we love you. And thanks for listening. And please go. Find us on iTunes and like us and subscribe. 
Yeah. And tell your friends. And uh, we are going to be, we don't know the exact date yet, but we are going to be in SF, San Francisco Sketch Fest. Yes. In January, which is very exciting. Um, Jennifer, do you have anything you'd like to promote? This will be in uh, November. So this will be November the 1st. Oh, go vote. There you go. And do you want to give your Twitter? Um, Sure. No, I don't want to. (laughs) (laughs) Follow my dog, Ducks the Dog, on on Instagram. Instagram. Uh, Chick? Uh, Yes, my Instagram is at tchickphoto. That's the best place to catch me. And also, I just uh, did a podcast with my dad about a road trip that he and I took and sort of the transformation of our relationship since coming out to him as trans. And that can be found on uh, NPR Boston. I think the web address is wbur.org. And actually, it's on my, I'll leave it on my Instagram. Go to my Instagram bio. There you go. There you go. Ian? (laughs) Uh, I'm going to promote my recent miniseries on YouTube, How I Got Rich with Lottery Scratch-Offs. Episodes (laughs) one through five in which I scratch off lottery scratch-offs. I need... 10 million views, and then I'll get rich from my lottery scratch-offs. <laughs> so go to Ian Screams. Super fun idea. Because <laughs> what if you actually scratch off? Like, I'm banking on the, on the YouTube money, not on the, no, on I the get scratch-offs. It, but but if I actually you? hit one yeah. and I got like $1,000, I'd probably get even more video plays. You would. It's still yeah. not getting rich off the scratch-offs, but... It's a really smart it's idea, but it's all about suspense. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm Colleen Smee, C-O-L-L-E-E-N-S-M-I on Twitter, and Colleen Marie Smee on Instagram. I am on a new show that won't air yes. for a while. So excited about it. But this. it's called Earth to Ned. It's, uh, it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. Yes. Uh, I play an alien creature in it. Oh, you're an AI? Oh, I'm an AI creature for aliens. This is so, I'm super excited about this. So, uh, cool. so for those of you who on Twitter, Miss Rose from Christine McConnell, here's another snarky character I play. <laughs> Excellent. And Mary Jo. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mary Jo LA, on Instagram at Mary Jo underscore and Facebook Mary Jo. And all photos are done by Chick, and all music is done by Ian. See you next month. Bye-bye. Yay. See you later. Yay.